It is so very common for us to become frustrated at the behaviors our students show on a daily basis, but many of these behaviors could be manifestations of anxiety. Welcome to Becoming a Mindful Teacher. This is a podcast for educators who want to improve the lives of children by digging deep into the minds of their students and themselves in order to create a space where it is safe to learn. My name is Winter and I am passionate about helping children break through their mental junk in order to become successful little humans. Join me on this journey each week as we delve into the many ways that we can help our students succeed no matter what difficult situations they've experienced. Let's get started. Hi guys, I'm so glad to be here today and continue our talk about anxiety. Before I go forward, I do want to apologize for last week's audio. It was not to my liking and of course made me anxious, but I had to go forward with it. My husband was sick and he was sleeping and I just had to allow him to rest. And so I had to go elsewhere and record. So sorry about that. But if you missed last week's episode, I talked about what exactly anxiety is. And to recap, anxiety is the feeling of worry or uneasiness that is trying to prepare you for an unknown event in the future. So for example, for me, I get a ton of anxiety when I know that I have a meeting coming up in a few days. Um, And I, I have this belief that I'm going to be attacked in the meetings. Now, this fear didn't come out of nowhere. This is something that has happened to me before. And so my mind thinks that it's it's being helpful and trying to prepare me for what it believes will be coming. Now, of course, many of my anxieties are unfounded and the events just come and go and I'm perfectly fine. But my body and my mind just continue to try to protect me and they think they're being helpful when really it doesn't feel like they're being helpful. So your students have these same issues. They have been through some traumatic incidents. And so their body and their mind are going to send them messages, which it believes is truly trying to help them. But in the meantime, it's really causing a lot of stress and fear. So today I wanted to talk to you about what anxiety might look like in your students or possibly even your adult coworkers. When thinking about anxiety, it tends to follow in the footsteps of the fight, flight, or freeze scenarios. And we talked about this in an earlier episode uh, when talking about how trauma can affect the brain. So when our students are feeling anxiety, it is because they are feeling fear and, and they sense danger. So one reaction that they could have to this scary situation is to go into a state of flight. Behavior falling in this area would include fleeing the classroom or fleeing the area to like go into a corner And they're doing this because they feel like their current location is not safe and they need to find a safer spot. I've had students who, when a task I've given them is too tough, they will leave my table and just run to the back of the room and face the corner. And it may seem crazy to us, and some teachers will see it as being disrespectful or defiant, but really what they are doing is trying to feel safe. If you have a runner who frequently leaves the room, one thing that you can do is create a spot in your room that is it's mutually decided upon with you and the the student as a place where this student can go when they're feeling the need to run. And this way, they're able to feel like they're, they're heading to that spot and it'll make them feel protected. But by keeping it contained within your classroom, it'll really actually help keep them even more safer than leaving the room and, and possibly losing them. 
So one version of this for secondary schools is when students skip class. Um, of course, this wouldn't be the only reason why they might skip a class, but one main reason would be because they are feeling anxiety and they're feeling fear and this anxiousness about entering the room. And whether it is because they fear they will fail a test or maybe they fear being ridiculed from the teacher or by certain classmates. It could be any of these reasons. So they aren't doing this purely to disrespect anyone, especially you. Um, it's more based in fear and trying to protect themselves. Another behavior that is considered flight, but I had never thought of it that way, is daydreaming or seeming as if they're sleeping. Uh, sometimes I've had students like pretend to sleep, but we obviously know they're not. Um, these behaviors, while they aren't physically leaving the classroom, they are mentally leaving the situation. So it still falls under that pattern where the student is fearing something, some kind of future event. And in order to protect themselves, they find that their best choice is to go somewhere else, but this time mentally. So while daydreaming, they're thinking about a happier place or a happier time when they were safe and protected and nothing was there to scare them. Pretending to sleep is the same way. If they think that you believe that they are sleeping, then they don't have to do the thing that is actually scaring them. Now, there are some students who endure, you know, some hardships and truly don't get enough sleep at night and they do end up falling asleep in class. And I'm not really talking about those students here, but instead those who more pretend to sleep or just kind of put their head down in class to avoid work. This is a fear or anxiety-based response that their mind feels will protect them. So the first key lookout for signs of anxiety would be the fact that the student is showing some flight behaviors or trying to leave the situation. The second look for when it comes to anxiety is those behaviors related to the fight response. And these, I think we see and notice more often because they cause the biggest disruptions in our classrooms. They are the students that tend to be talked about more in the faculty rooms, and it just it, it definitely makes me sad in this case because these guys are going through some really tough struggles and just because their behaviors are so well known that they kind of get a bad reputation in the, in the school building. Common fight behaviors would be anything aggressive to another student or an adult in the building whether it be with their words or physical harm. And again, no one just goes around in life wanting to be miserable and on the attack all the time. And so these reactions come out because the student is not feeling safe in the moment and they are preparing themselves for protection against this fearful event that they just know is about to come up. So if a student is constantly defiant during a certain activity or a period of, of the day, I would really stop and take a look at the situation. There is something going on in that moment or just minutes after that moment that the student is super fearful of and is just preparing for the worst. And if you can intervene and find out what that moment is and why it's so scary for them, then you can absolutely see miracles work in changing behaviors just by fixing that one situation. A third behavior type that might show up if a student is feeling anxiety would be where they would just freeze up and they're in a situation and they are just so scared of what they anticipate happening that their body just kind of shuts down. So in this case, if you have a student who refuses to participate in class or if you call on them and they just kind of sit there and stare at you, this it's most likely not because that they are playing some kind of game with you. This is just their brain and their body thinking that, again, it's protecting them from something they find scary. 
Maybe it is reading in front of the entire class. They may feel like such fear of looking stupid in front of the whole class that they just kind of shut down completely and can't speak. And while you might find this really annoying and you hate calling on this child because they always just don't speak, I want you to take a second to think that maybe they are just riddled with fear. So there are many of our students who may be feeling anxiety, but they never tell us. They might not even know that it that that's what they're feeling, and they would never have that ability to articulate it in words for themselves. But these behaviors will definitely send you clues to the fact that they are in a state of panic and fear, and they could use some empathy and, and some compassion to work through these to learn about what exactly their fears are so that we can work through them together. Students may fall into the flight category and want to leave the scary situation, whether it be leaving to go to another part of the room or leaving the classroom altogether or staring off into space in their own world and in their head. Or they might choose the more uncomfortable method of fight where they might act out aggressively and defiantly arguing, yelling or getting physical. Or it could be the more quiet version where they just kind of freeze up and they may refuse to to answer you or and give you that blank deer in the headlights look. No matter which type of category they fall into, I just beg of you to put yourself in their shoes and really try to see their fear from their perspective and to begin to try and start the process of healing this issue and helping them to become more successful. So I thank you so much for joining me today. Please join me on Instagram where we can chat about all the things and I will talk with you next week where we talk more about anxiety. Thanks so much for listening. If you're interested in more stuff from me, go ahead and join me on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at a mindful teacher. You can also join my mailing list to be notified when new podcasts are released. Just head on over to my website at a mindful teacher.com. 